What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Boom Boom Performance Podcast. This is the one-stop shop for all things coaching. We do not stop at training and nutrition. No, we go deeper. We touch on all things personal development. I look at this podcast as a coach through your speakers. I want to help you become the best person possible, the best version of yourself. And I want to teach you things along the lines of training, nutrition, success, entrepreneurship, stress, lifestyle, positive focus, personal development, everything you can think of to make you a better human being. If you're new to this show, please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button so you can get constantly updated on the amazing episodes we put out. And if you want to go back and listen to the top episodes voted by you, the listener, check out Nutrition FAQ, Training FAQ, Nutritional Periodization, and My Journey into Fitness, all four linked in the show notes below. Guys, today is a recap on my recent event, the Boom Boom Performance Collective. This is a collective group, an invitational-only mentorship where I bring coaches together to learn, grow, and become better human beings. Every once in a while, about three times a year, They fly out to Seattle. I host an event. I take them out to dinner. We hang out. We have drinks. We celebrate and we learn. It's an amazing time. This weekend we had that both Saturday and Sunday. I'm still drained. I'm recording this on Tuesday. My voice is shot. My eyes are low. I'm still hurting in a good way. I'm just drained. It zaps everything out of me. My nervous system, my energy, (laughs) like literally everything. Um, My brain sucks. My uh, glucose dry. It's just insane, but it's the most powerful event. It's so humbling to be a part of. I'm so grateful to be able to lead these individuals um, in an area where they can grow and become better coaches and impact people in a more powerful way, connect with humans in a more powerful way, build their businesses, and, and really just help more individuals. That's what it's all about. It's literally become the best versions of ourselves so we can continually help others become the best version of themselves. So, or would that be their selves? Correct me if you want, if there's any teachers listening to this, but um, it was an amazing event, guys. Today, I'm going to go over the top five takeaways um, that we had from the event. It is a coaching slash business event. However, what we do is not funnels. We don't do ads. We don't do any of the marketing bullshit. We talk about real stuff. So I'm really questioning and poking these people to become better human beings, uh, to dig a little bit deeper, open up about insecurities, and grow as a human being. That's the only way their businesses are going to grow. And then we actually touch on real nutrition and training things. So I look at it as the definition of a mastermind. Unfortunately, masterminds kind of put a bad taste in people's mouth because the title um, usually leads them to thinking of snake salesmen uh, running events where they try to teach you their quote-unquote magic trick to success, which I don't agree with. However, a true mastermind is a collective, a small group of people who come together to literally mastermind, which the definition behind that is to actually plan ahead to create mastery. That's what we do. Mastery of ourselves, mastery of our minds, mastery of our clients, mastery of our craft, mastery of life. That's what this event is about, but we call it the Boom Boom Performance Collective. Um, And I want to share with you the biggest takeaways that they had and what really hit home with me and what really hit home with them so they could grow. Um, And as my listener, I I feel like it's my duty to share that with you so you can grow with us. So today I'm going to go over the top five uh, takeaways. It's a little bit shorter than a normal episode. We didn't do a QA and a today because on Wednesday I did a training Q&A with Brian Borstein. If you didn't listen to that, go listen to it. It was a great episode with a good friend. Um, But without any further ado, let's get into the top five takeaways from the Boom Boom Performance Mentorship Collective. The way I want to do this podcast is kind of just uh, really just recap on my weekend uh, and try to provide you, the listener, with some uh, big takeaways, essentially. I mean, at the end of the day, like this was a coaching event. So everybody who attended the event were specifically coaches. Um, They were specifically looking to improve their business, improve their coaching ability, um, 
And a lot of you guys don't really care about that. Like it's not always about business for you and I understand that. Um, but I think the, the funny thing about business is that the lessons we learn inside of our life can be applied across the board. It's not a business lesson. It's just a lesson. How you apply that lesson is up to you. And I think that reigns true in successful businesses is successful businesses don't rely on marketing or ads or funnels or any any tactic or strategy that is financially supported. The, essentially, they rely and their foundation is built on passion. It's built on their why. It's built on their purpose. It's built on their human connection, depending on the industry. Um, it's built on their knowledge base. Like it's built on so many other things. Those sexy ads and funnels and tactics like that that we see all over social media or commercials and stuff like that is it's really I mean it's white noise, but it's really just what we see, right? It's not what was built. Apple uses advertising, of course. Apple's advertising isn't what continues to grow that company. It's not what created the tribe, right? So and I don't want this to be a business podcast because I'm not a business coach. And I said that right at the beginning. And, and I think it's like people always ask me like, why don't you market your mentorship? And what's up with these masterminds? And, and unfortunately, I, I don't call it a mastermind anymore. I call it a collective. And the reason I call it a collective, it's because it's a collective group of people. I started calling it this in like February. So last February, we had our first quote unquote mastermind. And at the event, I told them that this was going to be called the collective. Nobody outside the group knew that because I don't market this. I don't tell anybody this stuff because at the end of the day, I'm not a business coach. I don't want to be a business coach. Um, I purposely have a limit on how many people I allow in this group. Um, I had a limit on how many people I allowed in that room. It's an invitational only thing. If I really wanted to make money, I would have doubled. I would have just got a bigger room. <laughs> it's not that much more expensive to rent a bigger room and I would have just invited more people. Um, the people who mentor with me don't even pay to be there. That's part of what they get. They just come. I, I literally invest back into that group just to make the experience epic for them. Like that's my goal with that. It's not to make money. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't make money off my mentorship because obviously you need to make money to have a business that continues to grow. But that's not the driver behind it. The driver behind it is human connection. I know that I can have 15 people in that group and that with 15 people I can have the time to get on the phone with them every week, to text message them almost every day to check in with them throughout the week, to have emotional conversations that are draining, right? So at this collective, we talked about some deep shit. I mean, we didn't just touch on business. We touched on emotion. We touched on insecurity. We touched on doubt, fear, failure, judgment, scarcity, what's really holding them back, the negative stories they tell themselves in their head that don't allow them to take action, and their lack of action is the lack of results. That's what leads to the lack of results, we talked about actual training and nutrition, which I think is funny. A lot of masterminds don't talk about that, but let's be honest. That's why we do this. <laughs> um, we talked about training and nutrition. We talked about passion and your why. And I think some people get confused as to what their why actually is. You know, a lot of coaches out there will say, oh, my why is because I love helping people. It, not only does it need to be deeper than that, but there has to be a deeper meaning to that. You know, I have multiple whys. One of them is education. One of them is... Uh, the fact that the only reason I was finally able to change my body was through education. You know, I tried everything. It wasn't until I really started diving into education, even though I wasn't a coach. It wasn't my career, but I learned that I needed to educate myself on these things to make it sustainable. I couldn't afford to have a coach forever, nor did I want to have a coach forever. I wanted to learn how to do it sustainably by myself, self-sufficient. 
Now, I take back part of that statement because I have had a coach literally forever, but it's also because I'm continually seeking growth, so I've had different coaches along the way. But my point is is it's education and, and pursuing that education that allowed me to lose weight, transform my body, and finally have confidence when I walked into a room, have enough energy to power through my day with productivity, have enough mental clarity to actually think and improve myself intellectually. Um, to have motivation because I looked different in the mirror and it sounds very vain but the reality is is when I saw something that I appreciated and I respected it and I liked and I was grateful for in the mirror it changed my persona as a human being it gave me motivation to wake up and grind harder because grinding in the gym taught me what hard work was it taught me what grit was taught me what hustle was and it allowed me to push that into other areas of my life it made women finally start noticing me and that was a huge confidence booster. That made me feel better and made me appreciate myself better. It led me to a career which allowed me to make money doing something I love. Um, it led me to social media. Before fitness and nutrition, I, had, I didn't want anything to do with social media. Like literally. Because I thought it was weird to share your personal life. <laughs> like I just, just like that's kind of odd to me. Now I'm a little bit more okay with it. But when I first got an Instagram or a Facebook, it was because one of my mentors was like, you need to do this if you want to build a blog and go into the online space and do those things, get an Instagram. It's a new, it's a new app because it was brand new when I started. It's a new app and I think it's going to grow. You should do it. So I got it and I started posting and stuff and lo and behold, that's how I met Shannon. We found each other on fucking Instagram, right? And now I'm getting married to her and I have a beautiful daughter with her. Like I literally owe everything to education. So my why is showing other people how to educate. I want people to not just get apps. I want people to have the feeling I had when I achieved abs, when I achieved energy, when I achieved confidence, when I achieved clarity, when I achieved drive and grit and hustle and motivation and love and a daughter, like I owe it all to educating myself on training and nutrition. So my why is, is the feeling behind that, the feeling of removing that insecurity. And because I have that why, I'm able to push and push and push constantly. And this wasn't even one of the takeaways from the weekend, but apparently is. The first takeaway from the weekend is you need to find your why. It's so unbelievably powerful. You know, another one of my whys is I don't want to be a cog in a machine. And I want to show other people that they can do that too. And that's part of the reason why I have the mentorship. I've created something from nothing. I was out of shape, going to school for something I didn't love, never had good grades, wasn't accepted by everybody, had no motivation, no drive, got into a lot of trouble. And then all of a sudden I found fitness. And I lost weight. I changed my degree. I started studying. I got out of bad habits. I hung around with a different crowd. Things changed in my life because of fitness and nutrition. And because of that, I was able to create something that I'm so unbelievably grateful for. I spent every day of my life helping other individuals. I'm not a cognitive machine. I create my own schedule. I create my own destiny. I create my own future. I create my own day. I create my own week, month, year. And you can too. Anybody can. It doesn't mean you need to be an entrepreneur. It just means that you can choose happiness. That drives me. That's my why. But those things are so much more internal, not material. It's not financial. I don't give a fuck about the money. My drive is solely around a feeling, a burning desire to help other people feel the same way I've felt in all these areas of my life. And if I can help other people do that, they can understand that too. Chasing a dollar amount will never give you gratitude, appreciation, honor, respect, love, 
for yourself, acceptance for yourself. I'm not talking about others. Who cares about others? That's judgment. If you're playing the comparison game, you're going to be running in circles frustrated. So one of the biggest takeaways of this weekend is understanding your actual why. Every amazing company, every amazing individual throughout history, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Bob Marley, even musicians who were really powerful in the space, they all had whys. They didn't, it wasn't about money or fame. Apple, Amazon, Facebook, these things started with a why. Southwest Airlines, like there's so many examples, and it sounds crazy, but, and I'm getting some of these from the book, Start With Why, but we reflected heavily on this this weekend, and it just hit people hard, and we had to go around the room multiple times because people weren't clear on their whys until we really dug into it, so I encourage people, listen to this, think about your why. What is your why that motivates you to do things, and find that why, and what this leads to is my next takeaway from the weekend, which was a quote. It's a quote that just I actually, it's this changed the trajectory of the day because I listened to it on a podcast on the way. Shout out to Mind Pump for doing a podcast with Mark Manson, the guy who wrote uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. He mentioned a quote at the beginning of the podcast and it hit me so hard that when I went in there on Sunday to finish the mastermind, the collective group event, I was like, we have to talk about this. And it, and it goes right off of that why. And the quote is, the only thing that can crush your dream is it coming true. The only thing that can crush your dreams is it coming true. And what he mentioned was Olympic lifters, Olympic athletes, striving for decades to win a gold medal and then winning that gold medal and falling into a massive depression. Why? Because it's not the gold medal that they love. They didn't know that. These ones that got depressed didn't know that. It's the process of chasing it. And even if they did know that, the process is done. They had nothing now. And the reason I'm telling you this is because if you've ever chased your goals, and this is really heavy on body composition, if you've ever chased your goals really hard and then fallen off afterwards because you have no motivation after you reach the goal, it's because you didn't fall in love with the process. When you fall in love with the process, you can be more patient. It can become more sustainable. It can last a little bit longer. You can wait a little bit longer. You can hold on to that result a little bit longer. And you don't fall off into a depression because it's not over. Should you have goals and deadlines? Of course. Photo shoots, stage ready, wedding, vacation, just getting lean, hitting a goal weight. Things like that are important. But fall in love with the process. Fall in love with tracking your macros and your metrics. Fall in love with adjusting. Fall in love with refeeds. Fall in love with educating yourself on why you're doing what you're doing or why your coach is giving you what he's giving you. Fall in love with the training. Fall in love with the grind. Fall in love with the sweat. Fall in love with the hardship. Fall in love with pushing into resistance. If you do that, you're chasing the unicorn. And what that means is you're chasing a mythical creature. You're chasing impossibility. You're chasing infinity. It never ends. And if you understand that the process is really what gets you off, is really what you love, is really what gives you the fulfillment, you can chase fulfillment for the rest of your life. But if you're chasing a dollar figure, if you're chasing a weight on the scale, if you're chasing any one single modality result, number, blank, you're screwed. 
because it will end. And when it ends, you have nothing. And if you keep setting the goal higher every time, I promise you because I've been there, you're going to be running in circles without happiness. This is something I've been focusing on for the last, this whole year, 2019. And fuck, has it made me happy. Like I'm fulfilled every single day because I'm falling in love with the process every day. I tore my meniscus. They told me I couldn't train at all for three months. I snuck into the gym on crutches and did like curls and shit like that for a while. And then I could start training upper body normally, but just not standing, everything sitting, machines and stuff like that. And then I could start training uh, without withstanding, but still no legs. Then I could start training legs, but like just body weight mobility stuff. Then I could start doing a little bit more resistance, but still body weight with like Swiss balls and machines and stuff like that, lightweight. Now I can load the bar a little bit. And I'm still like maxing out at like 50% of what my old max was. Not even that actually, like literally like 25% maybe. But I love it. It's the process. The process of regrowth is firing me the fuck up. But if I was so focused on the end result and it was taken away from me, I would have given up. I would have been like, fuck it, I'll get fat. I didn't even blink. Was I like, shit, I tore my meniscus? Yeah, of course. When I was at the hospital, I'm not exaggerating. When I was at the hospital and they told me, you're, you're, you're going to need surgery. We can get you in on Monday. It was a Saturday. I said, can the surgery wait a couple weeks? Now, any normal human being would be like, yes, get me in as soon as fucking possible because I want to start training again, right? So can it wait a couple weeks? And they were like, well, I mean, yeah, it's, you can't walk. It's just going to be – it is what it is. You'll have to take some painkillers and stuff if you have pain. I'm like, okay, so, but I'm okay. I'm not going to die if I wait a couple weeks. Yeah, why? I have a seminar this weekend. And I have another one next weekend. And then I'm speaking the weekend after that at my, this is the first collective. And they're like, so you want to postpone surgery two to three weeks because you have to speak? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to get surgery and then have to speak on drugs. I'd rather just be on crutches and pain. <laughs> I just, that was the first thing that came to mind. It wasn't like, fuck, I tore my disc or anything. I was just like, I just need to be able to educate. That's what I love. That's the process. That's my process. That's what I do. You have to fall in love with the process. If you don't, and you do accomplish your goal, you're going to crush your dream. And then what? There's nothing left. Fall in love with every aspect of it. Inside a business, it's the same thing. What do you do? How do you do it? How can you get better? How can you fall in love with that process? How can you make it fun? How can you make it a competition? How can you make it like you're, again, chasing the unicorn? For me, inside of fitness and nutrition, there's so much I can learn. I have four books on my desk right now that I'm going through one by one. I'm almost finished with one, and I'm going to move to the next one. Science of bodybuilding, science of hypertrophy, science of nutrition. I listen every morning, start with why. Autobiographies on Arnold Schwarzenegger, on the guy who invented uh, Michael Knight, the guy who invented, uh, or Phil Knight, sorry, not Michael Knight. Phil Knight, the guy who owns Nike, his story. Like, I'm, I'm just learning. That's the process. Last night, I watered the grass. For 45 minutes standing there with a hose in my hand instead of using the sprinkler. Why? Because it was sunny out. I was soaking up sun and I sat there and listened to an audiobook. I didn't touch my phone. I just sprayed the grass. And I fucking literally was sitting there loving the process of learning and spraying the grass. I was present. Nothing else was going on. It's so unbelievably important. I'm going to repeat the quote. The only thing that can crush your dreams is it coming true. Is them coming true. You have to fall in love with the process. And this is one of the biggest pieces of advice I gave to every single coach in that room because they all set big goals. They all focus on big things. They all want big businesses. It doesn't matter. Do we want impact? Yes. Do we want to help more people in the world? Yes. Do we have to have a big business to do that? Of course. But focusing on a big business is not going to create more impact. 
focusing on the process of being able to create more impact on one individual, that's what creates a bigger business, bigger reach, more traffic, more people to help. I can't stress this enough for all the coaches listening out there and for all the people listening who want to get on stage, who want to do a photo shoot, who want to lose weight, who want to build muscle, who want to do anything, focus on the fucking process. Fall in love with the day-to-day grind, the week-to-week education, the monthly milestones. That's what allows you to build the physique that you want to build. The next big takeaway, this is number three. We're all the same. Everybody listening to this podcast has issues. And there's a million other people. I wish there was a million other people listening to this. (laughs) There's thousands of other people listening to this with the exact same problem. We're no different. We went around the room. and We asked asked a bunch of questions to get deep. What's the biggest lie you're telling yourself? What's your biggest insecurity? Why me? Right? I'm alone. We went around the room and I asked everybody, what's the biggest lie? What's the biggest roadblock? What's the two, this is the exact question, one of the exact questions. We asked, what's the biggest lie? We asked, why do you do what you do? What do you want? What's your why? We asked so many different questions. And I really encourage everybody listening to this, think about what I'm saying, write down questions, and ask yourself and get deep. Go on a walk, meditate, journal, think about these deep questions because the only way to expand your life and grow more is to really self-reflect and question the shit out of your own beliefs. Now, the exact question we're What are the two, after we declared what we want and what our why is, what are the two biggest things holding you back? The two biggest roadblocks you are facing right now. Number one is internal. It's self-imposed. Number two is external. Somebody else or something else in your life is imposing it upon you. And as we went around on the self-imposed ones, it's unbelievable how many people had the same issues, had the same belief, had the same doubt with just a little tweak. Male, female, a little bit older, a little bit younger, different injury, different disease, too skinny, too fat, whatever we grew up with, mom issues, dad issues. We all went around the room. Everybody had the same issues. Somebody would say something and then five other people say me too. Somebody else would say something, five other people say me too. The key takeaway here is that you're not alone. Not being open about your issues, not being transparent about your issues, not being authentic with yourself, not accepting what you have gone through, not admitting your truths, bad or good, is the only way, it's the exact way to stay put. And we don't want to stay put. We don't want to stay stagnant. We want to grow. We want to move forward. You're not alone. You're not alone. I've talked to so many fucking people, thousands and thousands of people, tens of thousands of people. No shit. Instagram, podcast responses, Facebook responses, emails, and then all the clients I've worked with, all the clients I've seen in person, all the people at seminars I've attended, all the people at seminars I spoke at, like literally tens of thousands of people. And you hear the same issues over and over and over again. We all tell each ourselves doubt, fear, scarcity-based stories. We all have the same fucking issues. But we all think we're alone. We all think nobody gets it. We all think we're different. We're special. Nobody understands. This situation is different. It's harder to get through. You don't understand. You don't get it. And even if somebody does have a different issue, they think about it the same way. We all have issues. And we're all the same. 
and there's not a massive lesson behind it. It's just comforting to know you're not alone. You can open up. You can talk to somebody. You can get help. Somebody else has gone through what you're going through and has overcome it and achieved more than you could ever imagine. But that means you can too, which leads me to my next takeaway. This is number four. Yeah, number four. Why not? Why not? Why not you? If you haven't listened to it, I'm going to link it in the show notes. If you haven't listened to the Joe Rogan podcast with Kevin Hart, I highly suggest you listen to it. It's not funny. And I mean that because I was expecting to have a laugh. I was like, oh, I got some downtime. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Have a good laugh. And it just fired me the fuck up. Joe Rogan asked him why he does so many things. Why does he do what he do, does? A supplement company, real estate, comedy, movies. You're doing so much. Financial business. Why are you doing so much? Why not? Why not, Joe? Why not? That's what he kept saying. Because I can. I have the ability. I have the time. I have the audacity. I have the motivation. I have the drive. I have the hustle. I have the knowledge. Why not? And that shit hit me. Because we create so many excuses. And I've said this a million times. Stop creating excuses. Start creating reasons. So powerful. Why the fuck not? You want to lose weight? Why not? You want to build muscle? Why not? You want to get on stage? Why not? You want to overcome thyroid dysfunction, cortisol dysfunction, hormonal depression, anxiety? Why not? Everybody can do anything. It's effort. It's action. It's belief more than anything. The reason you can't is because you don't believe you can. Fuck, I had a lot of naysayers when I was getting into all this stuff. In every area of my life, whether it was just getting in shape or it was building a business in an area that people thought wouldn't be successful, blogging and online training and nutrition. Back then, it was like, no, dude, come on. But I said, why not? Why the fuck not? Why not me? And there's still times in my life where I don't say that, but I need to. I'm human. But after we went around the room and everybody shared their negative stories, their doubt, their fear, their scarcity, the bullshit they're telling themselves in their head, we had to say, is that really true? And it's the most powerful, simple question you could possibly ask. Every time you have a doubtful, negative, bullshit fictional story in your head as to reasons why you can't accomplish something and you just say, is that really true? 99.9% of the time, it's not true. It's a story in your head that you're making up. And the 0.01% of times it is true, it's probably a good thing. And it's going to lead you to a better path because it wasn't meant to be. But that's very rare. Is that really true? And it comes back to the same question. Why not? Why not you? There's very rarely people that make successful strides in history. Again, in every area, whether we're talking fitness, business, life, philosophy, creating independence or creating a movement, anything like that, building tribes, they didn't have any special thing to them. They just said, why not me? And they just took action without worrying about what other people are thinking. All the great physiques in history, like they weren't, a lot of them weren't, some of them were genetic freaks and they took advantage of that, took it to another level. The Rock, I'll say he's a genetic freak. <laughs> but he also worked harder than everybody in the room. I mean, there's a lot of genetic freaks out there that don't take things to his level. He just said, why not? Why can't I take this to the highest level possible? Arnold Schwarzenegger is the governor. Period. End of story. I should just drop the mic after that. He's the governor. 
How many times did that motherfucker said why not? He was in a, a military camp. That's why you can't be a bodybuilder. Or why not? I'm going to sneak out, go win a bodybuilding competition, try to sneak back in, get caught, and be put in the hole. Legitimately, what happened? His autobiography is insane. Then he said, I'm going to be the best in the world. Why not? Did that. I'm going to be a movie star. Why not? Because you have a horrible voice. You're too big. You're not very smart. We can't understand you. (laughs) You've never acted before. Well, why not? And he did it. He was one of the, arguably one of the biggest action movie stars in the history. Now I'm going to be the fucking governor. <laughs> There's no way. But he said, why not? And he did it. Like, that's crazy. That's the most inspiring thing ever. Kevin Hart is on some other shit. Comedian. Why not sell out arenas and be a fucking rock star with millions of people in a stadium watching? Hundreds of thousands of people at once. Why not? Did it. Why not start a financial business? Why not start a real estate business? Why not start a supplement company? It's just fucking insane. There's no reason why you can't lose weight. Arnold Schwarzenegger can be the governor. It just takes questioning yourself. It takes belief. If more people just ask themselves why not and they actually bought into it instead of just saying, oh, yeah, Cody, that's fucking cheesy. But it works. It's cheesy because you're afraid to challenge status quo. If anybody ever says meditation is cheesy, motivational quotes are cheesy, asking yourself why not is cheesy. Like if anybody says that, they're being lazy and they're giving in to resistance. They don't believe in themselves and it's scarier to challenge those doubts and excuses and push into resistance. It's way scarier to do that and I agree. When you say why not, you're taking responsibility of the fact that there are no excuses. And now you have the responsibility to take action and step into discomfort. That is scary and it's uncomfortable. I get it. But that's a massive responsibility. So a lot of people won't ask themselves why not because they know what it comes with. Crazy. The last takeaway is your surroundings. You know, there's that famous quote, you are the five people that surround you or whatever it may be. Great quote. Again, if you think that's cheesy, it's because you're too lazy to exile people out of your life. But if you, if you can look around you and audit yourself, audit everything in your life, but more specifically audit where you work, where you sleep, who you're with, who you eat with, what you eat, where you eat, where you hang out, your friends, your family, your spouse, like audit everything. If things aren't bringing you up and you can't change them, you need to move on. You need to find different friends. You need to find a different job, find a different place. Be around different people, eat different things, train at a different place, all these things. It's like it's so powerful, but it's so true. Your surroundings are so influential on who you are and who you become and the results you see. As I was sitting and standing at this event and I'm looking at the round table and there's 15 people just staring at me, Courtney in the back taking notes, Travis with his camera. I'm just looking around. Look to my left. I can see all the city. I see cars going by. We're on the 28th floor, the top floor of this building. Super cool. And it was just like fucking insane to think about what's going on. But everybody in that room was so powerful. Everybody in that room was so passionate. Everybody in that room was openly emotional. Everybody in that room was openly admitting insecurities, openly admitting their goals, their fears, their doubts, their scary, scarcities, like everything. We were openly admitting our stories. I was too, our past, our history, what we've gone through. That's a vulnerable group. It's a powerful group. 
and everybody was also so positive, so ready to grow, and so supporting of one of one another's goals and dreams and aspirations and thought processes. Nobody was shitting on anybody because it's a good group of people. It's a collective of powerful entrepreneurs who just want to grow and impact more lives, and it was just so fucking refreshing being in a room like that. And then I thought about my life and the friends I still have to this day that I've been friends with since some first grade. The small group of people. We just met up in Vegas for a bachelor party. We've been friends forever. We've all exiled a lot of people out of our lives that were just not good for us. But we all stuck together. And it's just a powerful, supportive, happy, positive group of people. Unbelievable. My family. Every mentor I've had. I've, I've gone out of my way to meet and be with and go to their seminars and talk to them and hang out with them and meet them and connect with them. All the friends I have in this industry, some that I don't talk to all the time, but they reach out to me and I reach out to them and we're here for each other. Whenever they need to talk to somebody or, or go going through anything, I'm there. Same thing when I am. They're here. It's just crazy, but it, it's a result of seeking out those who surround you. Like I said about this group, the collective is an invitational only. I invited these people in here. I sought out these people because I believed in them. I knew that they are good people, positive people, supportive people, open-minded people, my friends, my coworkers, my team, the mentors in my life along the way, my jobs. I sought them out. It's so important. It's so unbelievably important. Sometimes it's hard to exile people out, but the reality is, is you need to surround yourself with people that allow you to grow, places that allow you to grow, and things that support your desire to grow, not suck you back down. So the last takeaway is that your surroundings are unbelievably important for success. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering, and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.